The anointing increases and intensifies in your life and in your body. There will be no room for sickness. So I decided to just share a little bit of this because of something that I read. Ian Clayton, he was caught up into heaven and he heard a group speaking in heaven. And he says he was so surprised. You would think, you know what, it, he, he said he had a, a different expectation of what was being discussed. But God opened his ears and you know what they were discussing because he asked Yahweh. They were discussing the anointing. They were discussing the anointing. And he thought, why would they be talking about the anointing in heaven? And Yahweh opened his eyes. He said, there are no yokes in heaven because it is filled with the anointing and the glory of God. It's saturated with the glory and with the anointing. Now you go and read in that scripture, Acts 3, it says, Yahweh anointed Jesus, and two verses after that, it says, and he was raised from the dead of the three days. Awesome. Sure. Wow. It was the anointing of Yahweh that raised Jesus from the dead. Sure. And Yahweh said to me, don't forget the anointing, because it is the yoke-destroying burden removing yes. power of Yahweh and then he said to me huh. he says well you know my son was walking in the heavenlies with me but I still anointed him with the Holy Ghost awesome. wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. yeah Yahweh can, can bring the full gospel yes. he said remember when he said he said because he was with me, he was walking with me in his spirit. But because he was in a body, the body was anointed with Yahweh. The anointing came upon his body. And because of the anointing, the yoke of death could not hold him. Amen. Okay. Yes. So, there's more to the anointing. Sickness is a form of death. Sickness is yeah. all sickness. Yeah. I want to tell you something. Thank you, Esther. I've said it before. Listen, a cold has led to pneumonia and people die. They, it doesn't matter what sickness. There is a spirit of death. Yeah. That is the root of it. That is the root of it. All right? So God brings you into a group like this or into a church and the anointing comes upon you and then you hear a voice. And the voice says, come up here. It's a calling to come up higher, right? But now I want to tell you something. What does it mean when he says, because we know the oil, the oil burns, the fire comes on the oil and it burns, it becomes a light. 
right? So the oil, the anointing, is to become the light. When the fire comes of the Holy Spirit, it becomes a burning bush. Yes, amen. Okay. Then, I just want to try and remember everything. If I say I'm the light of the world, people say, oh, you're a Christian now, you're the light of the world. But you know what light is? Light is illumination has hit my body, my mind, and my soul. Now you walk with a different sound. You walk from a different realm. You are coming from a different realm. So, you always say to me, yes, Jesus walked in a body. I anointed him, but he needed the anointing, but he was with me and walking with me in my realms. He was walking with my voice. So, the more the, the anointing intensifies in your body, there's no place for sickness. Here's the other thing he reminded me of. He says, we know the anointed one, the anointing means to be different. It means to be separated, to come out from something. All right. Let me tell you what the anointing does. It's called disentanglement. This is why we ascend and meditate. As I mentioned on Friday night. What do you do when you ascend? There's some people and some things that are left behind at ground zero. All right. So it's called disentanglement. So this is what he just shared with me. He said the same thing she said. <laughs> He said, the anointing makes you a gate. <laughs> now listen to this. I'll tell you what gate you are. The first time the anointing is mentioned is when Jacob had a dream of a ladder going up to earth from Remember? And the angels descending and ascending, which speaks... Okay. And he anointed the stone that he slept on. And he said, this is a... This is heaven. So this is a gate to heaven. Amen. So the anointing upon you is the meeting between heaven and earth. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Sure. You the house. Come on. Come on. And now the thing is that through this gate, the world comes and the hope in you is Christ, right? And this is the only way they can come because you became a gate and they begin to touch through you. They begin to touch the realms of God. Because suddenly the anointing in you, you lay hands on the sick and they healed. Yeah. 
You speak a word and the vibration of Yahweh is on your words. And you create a new reality for someone. So, so you're a gate to a new reality for the world. Yes, amen. Okay, so you begin to see the importance this morning of the anointing on your life. Marks you as a gate. Yeah, the anointing is where heaven and earth meet together. Nice. Okay. The anointing is the destroyer of unequal yokes. And Yahweh put it in a different way to me last night. <laughs> he says, there are yokes. Listen to this, why you need the anointing. Jesus needed the anointing to keep all distractions of his family. Sure. <laughs> and Yahweh said to me, the anointing is to destroy the yokes that families, friends, the world has placed upon you. Wow. That's why we're in the glory, but he said, don't forget the anointing. Yeah. And I went, Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. So now listen to this. Because the gatekeeper knows who he is. Thank you. So awesome that you spoke about gates. John 10 verse 3. The gatekeeper knows who he is. And Yahweh said, firmly, this is what he said. Yeah, I, I already did this last night. He said, close your gateways to anything or anybody that does not enter with the glory. This was last night already. Sure. <laughs> she just blessed me. She can just open her mouth. And he always steals my notes. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. That's what she does. And because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gate to Amen. let him in. So we spoke Friday about the power of meditation to disentangle you from your forefather patterns and cycles. I want to tell you why you, why you, I don't know about you, but I remember as, as I started getting revelation, I started sounding less and less like the family. I started yes. talking less and less like the family. My Amen. language changed. Come on. Yes. The anointing was breaking off the yoke of even their conversations. Awesome. I mustn't mention family. Listen, our family awesome. is special. I love all my family. Okay? But there's a protocol in my relationship with Yahweh. Yes. You cannot invade my protocol. Yeah. All right? With Yahweh. There's a protocol in all relationships. Do you know that? Yes. I tell my children, there's protocols. And I'm, I'm, I know what those protocols are, even if you don't know. And I, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to enforce those protocols. Okay? I'll tell you what, what's, the, what's the problem with the yokes that family and friends put on you. It's called a familiar spirit. It's called familiar spirits. So when you 
When you are anointed, there comes a command about you. Yes. There comes an authority yes. about you. Yes. Hmm? An unspoken one. Yes. And you, the anointing separates you unto the purposes of Yahweh. Amen. The it's not talking about it. Being all excited about all the work we've heard about anointing. Hello. It's now time to realize that you heard it. It came upon you to separate you unto the purposes of Yahweh. Yes. That's being set apart. That's being set apart. So I obey him. My obedience, my allegiance is not to my family. My allegiance is to God. <laughs> so it separates you unto yes. something which is the purposes of God. Yes. Even Yeshua, he said, hey, my family. Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember what he said? In the temple. Do you remember what he said? He said, who is my family? You challenge me with my family. I want to tell you who's my real family. Yeshua said, my family is those who do the will of my father. Who do the will of my father. Okay? So Yeshua, Yeshua was actually saying, they my family, yes, they my friends, but they don't see what I see. They have not been where I have been. Amen. They can. They could. And I ask why not? They can. They could. They, they haven't been where I've been. That is why they thought I would follow them. <laughs> they thought I would follow them like the rest. But this was the time for me to come out from among them to do the will of my father. Yeah. This was the time to come out from among them to do the will of my father. Amen. Hmm? So Yeshua, Yeshua was saying, my view is very different. I walk with my father in the realms yes. of the spirit. Yes. I, I only do what my father tells me yes. to do. What I hear and see him do. And my father shows me how to heal the sick. How to prophesy to the, to the storms. How to raise the dead. How to transfigure and become invisible amongst the mob. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How do you think Yeshua was able to do that? Yeah. He was spending time in the spirit. Ascended in the realms of Yahweh. And yeah. Yahweh taught him. Exactly. Yahweh showed him. That's why we say... There's a way of escape. The way of escape, if I see something I shouldn't see, does that help? Yes. <laughs> does that help? You can't unsee it. Huh? What is my way of escape? Ascend. My consciousness leaves my body and goes into the realms of the spirit. And I say, Yahweh, here I am. Let your fire come upon me. Until everything in me vibrates 
like you. Exactly. Amen. Okay. So, like you said, Yeshua said, why could he say I only do what I see my father do? Because he was on this earth, but he was with his father. That is your dual identity. My identity, Sharon Lotter, I was born a South African, but I have a dual identity. I'm now a citizen of heaven. I'm a citizen of heaven. Son of Yahweh. How can I say I come from heaven? I don't have a clue what's going on in heaven. Okay? So Yahweh shared his secrets with his son. So it means that everything that you've been anticipating to happen in your life first is created with Yahweh in the realm of the spirit. Amen. See, see, Asana, that's why they know what we're talking about. It's that time where you sit alone and you let your, you, you're not praying, you're not thinking, and you're not sleeping for sure. Smack yourself. Awake. You ascend and you, you become conscious that right now you're before the Father. You've come for the counsel of God. You've come to be taught of the seven spirits of God. And you ask Yahweh, you say, Yahweh, what are you saying and what are you doing? And then what you hear and what he speaks to you, you do exactly that. Even if no voice on earth will agree with you. Amen. When we left with our two children, no money, no house to go to, but we had to get to Stolfontein. Do you know how crazy my parents went? Yeah. Because we had two little children in the car. We left everything behind. Nobody knew we were coming. No money to go. Nothing. We just left. We said, we have to get there. You know why we had to get there? We said, God, there's the glory. Amen. The glory is there. We prepared to leave. We, le we had lovely furniture. We gave everything away. You know what I had in Boya furniture in that land? The new land I went to, I had boxes. I took my linen with. I didn't care. I had to get to the glory. I put a, a tablecloth over my boxes next to my bed. We slept on mattress on the floor until someone gave us a bed. Amen. But I had to get to the glory. Amen. That was Stolfontein. Spirit with ministries. We had to get to the glory. Okay. That's hunger for you. Sure, that was hunger. Now I look back and I say, was that me? <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I can just imagine what I would go through if my children did that with their little kids in the car. <laughs> just enough money to get there because that money was also supernatural. It was till we made a date. And till, till the day before, we did not have the petrol. So we'd have to trust angels to get us there. Wow. It was our last day with the ministry we were at. Never said a word to anybody that we didn't have money. Never told anybody. But we told him we'd left. And I was like, oh, Yahweh. Please don't let us sit with egg on our face tomorrow. I mean, we say goodbye today. Tomorrow they come. We're still stuck here. And you know what? Although that pastor was very upset with us. God moved his heart. Thank God that he obeyed. 
He said, let's take up an offering for them. And that was our ticket to go the next day. You hungry for the glory. May God will remove everything out of your way. Every limitation. He'll remove it. But it starts with. It starts with you. Exactly like Ashira said. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong to Yahweh. But what is revealed belongs to us. So the moment something is revealed to you. Okay. A heavenly transaction takes place. Did you know that? Yes. When a revelation hits you from Yahweh, a heavenly transaction takes place. And now what is revealed to you in the realm of the spirit becomes your possession. Yes. Mm. yes. That's why you, you need revelation from Yahweh. You need to live in with your mind in the spirit. Set your mind on things above so that when revelation comes, it becomes a heavenly transaction and, and it's your authority to possess it. Amen. It's time to talk about what's going on in heaven, not what's going on in South Africa. The more you, what you talk, the vibration, the more you talk, the more you talk the glory, the more it will manifest in your life. Exactly. Exactly. We need to start talking about it more and more. Press in and step into what you are trusting uh, God for today. And I wish Teresa was now online. But I want to tell you about the anointing. So the anointing, I realized, it is to, dis to take away, to, to destroy the unequal yokes in your life. So you know what? I was unequally yoked with some friends. I was unequally yoked with some family. Huh? Does it mean I stopped loving them? No. It means that more than ever before, I show them Ahava. Yeah. The flowing river love of, of Yahweh. But I tell you, they chose how to walk with me because who is this? <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Weird. And we visit from overseas. Friend, uh, sister of, of Simon visits from overseas. The first time I've met her. First time I've met her. She comes all the way from the UK. She made a lot of trouble to come, spent a lot of money. And I said to her, My sweetie, we are happy you're here. But uh, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, we're not at home. You can come with us. Or well, you can stay at home. You are absolutely free in this house to be yourself. Good, good, good. good. Okay? So you are a gate for the world to come and touch heaven because the anointing is where the place of heaven and earth meets. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome.